Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered program. And today I want to shout out my beautiful and amazing one-to-one client, Ashley. And Ashley came to me like a while ago, way before we actually worked together. And she was like, I'm going to work with you one day. And this was maybe in 2019. I was like, yes, I'm ready for you when you're ready. And she actually started working with me in September of 2020. So we officially started working together. She took the leap. She had been sitting on her business for so long, her coaching business. She's a social worker and works her fucking ass off. And she was sitting on her business for so long and she finally took the leap and started working with me. And we built out her amazing coaching business. And the reason why she came to work with me is she had so many stories and beliefs that led her to believe that she could not have a successful business. And what happened was we did a lot of subconscious work on those old stories and beliefs. And then she also did a bunch of my breath work sessions. And she actually had a sales call with somebody and she told them the price and they were kind of like oh I just don't think it's a good time I just don't think so and she was like okay and she let them go and she detached from the situation I was so proud of her because it was her very first sales call ever and she learned so much from it and then she went on this amazing weekend with her best friends in which she really felt like she could open up to them and she had never felt like that before because she had this story of doing things on her own and not opening up to people and fear of being judged and all this stuff that like led her to really avoid negative emotions and through all the work we did together she had an amazing weekend with her friends she opened up to them they just had this beautiful connected weekend and her energy shifted and that client came back to her and said you know what actually let's do this paid full price for her program and that was only five months in to us working together she literally started her business in september and she signed a high ticket client she also went through the from imposter to empowered program and saw so much amazing results from that as well and i am just so proud of her because she's an example of somebody who can work full-time and can run their business and does have fears of not being good enough and old past childhood experiences that may have held her back in the past but as we go through each layer and pull back the veil on all of this she is getting more and more in her power every day and is really starting to see the results transpire in her personal life with her work as a social worker um, and in her business so I'm so excited for what she has to come and Ashley I'm so proud of you because I know you listen to the pod (laughs) I'm so proud of you and I absolutely love working with you so today's episode it came to me when I was going through some of my posts because I like to get a lot of my inspiration from old posts I'm a really good writer I really enjoy writing my Instagram posts when I feel inspired and I always used to think that when I first started my business, I was only in it for the money. And when I came to this realization the other day, I realized how much shame I was carrying from that. So when I first started my business, 
everybody always asks like what prompted you to start your business and it was well I had a bunch of fucking student debt and I wanted to be able to pay it off I did see a video of Tony Robbins and I was like damn a coach okay like I can get on board with coaching I can run my own business and I have to tell you too that I was actually going to go and get completely licensed as a mental health professional as a counselor or as a psychologist whatever but it just felt kind of restrictive and I also had a lot of fear around my speech impediment and not being able to like work super closely with people and being afraid of meeting new people and all this stuff. It was actually a lot of fear why I started my coaching business because I thought, oh, I'll just be able to sit in my room on Zoom and not have to really talk to anybody. And whoa, that was wrong. I literally am public speaking every fucking day of my life when I'm a coach. I get on podcasts. I have this podcast. I go on stories. I've been on Clubhouse a couple times. Um, I have calls with clients. I guest coach a lot. Like it's a whole thing. It is basically public speaking 101. So when I first started my business, I wish I had some like big romantic reason as to why I started it, but I just wanted to make money. I wanted to make money to pay off my student loans. I wanted to make money to create more financial freedom in my life. I wanted to create more money in my life so I could do all the things that I really wanted to do that I felt like I was restricted by because of a lack of money. And this carried a lot of shame for me because whenever you hear somebody talk about their business or like a business coach or whatever, I remember very vividly one of my first business coaches was like, so what's your why in like the beginning of our time together? And I brought up some fabricated bullshit that I didn't even really believe. I'm like, oh, I just want to like change lives. And like, I do do that. Like I, I do change lives and I am really empowered by that. But at the time when I had no clients and I just really wanted to make money, it felt really shameful to say like, well, I want to make money so I can have more freedom. Like it felt very selfish. And I think that we're taught and conditioned that people with lots of money are selfish. So I was living off of all of these stories that were surrounded around me without any conscious thought work or any awareness as to how those thoughts and feelings were affecting me and how those beliefs were affecting me. And that's what happens. Like before you actually start doing this work, you aren't aware of it. So you literally just think the thoughts that you think and the beliefs that you have are all true and no one can tell you otherwise. So you get a fucking rude awakening when you start doing this work and you realize everything you believe is literally just because you believe it. So I had all these stories around like rich people are bad and like you're selfish and all these things. So I thought that me saying, well, I just want to make money so I can have financial freedom. I thought that really made me a bad person because I thought that everyone around me had their why connected to altruism or their children or some like elite higher purpose and I've even worked with a coach who was like you have to say to the universe that you're going to have some amazing debt to society for them to respond to you and I was like oh fuck so I need to like think of this unaligned reason and try and say like hey universe give me what I want because this is what I want to create and there was just a lot of shame around it, like a lot of shame around like wanting money for myself and taking care of myself. And what I found was that 
it was just that. It was the fact that I just wanted to be able to take care of myself. Because if we look at the hierarchy of needs from Abraham Maslow, when we look at that and we see that we have the fear of security and safety, if we don't have that, it's very hard to reach that self-actualization piece, which is where a lot of like altruism and um, worrying about our world and taking care of other people may come from. So the thing is, is when you're worried about your own financial safety and security, or even not just financial in terms of having a home or having food or whatever, it's very hard to think about what everybody else may need and to focus your attention on that. And I needed to learn that everybody around me can thrive when I take care of myself first. And it wasn't the fact that I just wanted to be some greedy, I almost called myself a greedy whore, which is really funny. But it's not that I wanted to be some greedy whore who is sitting here like, okay, I want all the money and I'm going to sit here and buy everything that I want and everyone around me is going to suffer. I'm a very caring person, but I needed to care for myself first and I didn't have good boundaries. I was always looking after everybody else, including my clients. Once I got some, like I really disrespected my boundaries to make sure that I was doing what I thought everybody needed from me. But what I actually needed to acknowledge is I needed to satisfy my own needs first. And then once that was done, I am able to spill over into my life, into the people in my life and into the community. This had me think of an experience that me and my sister had with our brother in which he was like, um, when our house burnt down, he was like, oh, like we should think about giving back to the community. And his heart was in the right place because we had a lot of donations and all that stuff. But it was literally a month after the fire. And I had to say, I had to say, actually, I think we just need to like recover a little bit. And then we can think about doing that. And like, he was super receptive to that. So that wasn't the problem. What the problem was, is I felt bad saying that, like, I felt bad being like, you know what, the community can wait, we need to take care of ourselves right now. And maybe that's the case for you too. Maybe you need to look after yourself, build your business, think about how you can meet your own needs first before you think about what does million dollar you do with her money? You know, like it's going to look very differently. You're going to have a different line of thinking when it comes to how can I spend my money because you'll have more of it. So you'll be able to think about how can I give back and really do all these amazing things. I think that we see bigger named people doing all these amazing things and we think like, oh, we need to be doing that to acquire the wealth or the status that we want. But remember that everybody had to start somewhere and you can't help anybody if you are not meeting your own needs first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And we all hear that with regards to mental health. But we have to remember that we can bring that into our businesses as well, is that you need to get your your needs met first. You need to make sure that you can pay your expenses if you have any, that you can put food on the table, that you can take care of yourself, that you can develop a very foundational mindset so you can stay consistent and stay the course without the fucking shame of thinking, am I a bad person that I just want to make money? And this will also 
bleed into your relationship with sales. Now I'm going to speak directly to like more spiritual entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, life coaches with regards to this for a second, just because you may think that as a life coach, a mindset coach, whatever, that like your divine purpose is to help somebody and like help them change their life and to care about them. And that's absolutely true for me as well. And you do not need to carry the shame around that you want to make money. You do not need to carry that shame around because when you are able to get a couple high paying clients and feel really good about your business, you are able to meet your own needs and therefore do amazing things in your community with your business, with your clients, etc. And we want to transfer that into your sales process because when you do that you get your needs met and it is an equal exchange of energy and that's why if you do this type of work that I do you need to fucking charge what your services are worth not what you're worth because remember you are more than worthy you are worthy of a million quadrillion dollars but what are your services worth you can always increase as you go And remember that it's an exchange of energy. I expel massive amounts of energy with my clients. I feel exhausted after calls because I am doing my best to help them through their shit. And sometimes it's really heavy shit. It is really important for you to not take the shame and think that you need to be some honorable person and charge like $100 for a six-month program. That's excessive. But like you need to charge what is appropriate for your time and your energy And do not devalue your services simply because you think, oh, it's just personal development. It's just mindset. It's just this. That's the most important piece. If somebody can't get a handle on their brain, what's the fucking point of them having a business? Because they're not going to be able to sustain themselves and stay consistent. We want to release the shame around wanting money. It is not bad to want money because your needs need to be met in order for you to thrive, in order for you to get everything that you need, and then you can think about everything else. And I know that you could possibly be thinking, but what if I just want more when I get it? And you will know, you will know when you feel like your needs are met, when you feel like, okay, like I'm thinking about doing this in my community or doing this for my clients. Let me tell you an example with regards to my business. Like I felt like I was always creating new programs and stuff like that. And that is why I've really simplified it from only offering now single sessions, the From Imposter to Empowered program and my one-to-one coaching. That's why it's all simplified now because I would start new programs and I would feel like I wasn't giving enough to my clients because I had only a limited time to really like give them all the things that I wanted to give them. And it just never felt good enough because I was trying to spread my energy into multiple different programs and items and that is why I've decided to simplify and have only a couple of offers because then I can put everything into these offers and make them the fucking best they can possibly be and put all my energy into them and charge appropriately because I know that I am putting everything into these programs and I'm being paid a way that I should be paid and being compensated properly and therefore I don't feel like I'm expelling all this extra energy and overstepping my own boundaries to help my clients have huge results and transformations. So when I feel like my needs are met, I am able to spill that over into my audience, into my clients. 
versus when I feel like my needs are not met and I'm thinking, well, because I'm not a good person, I don't want to like give back to all these things, then I'm not going to receive what I want to receive. And it's like, no, you can want money because it's not really about the money. It's about the freedom. It's about the financial freedom, the time freedom. It's about the mind freedom, feeling safe and secure. And again, these are all thoughts. You can have lots of money and still not feel safe and secure, but that's the work that we do, right? And it's never just about the money. It's about getting your needs met. And it's about the freedom again and like what's important to you if you were to elicit your own values which is something we do in my one-to-one coaching container um if we were to elicit your values you would find that money is not going to be on there it's what the money will represent for you and i need you to know that because it may help you reduce the shame that you feel around wanting money for your business around wanting to be compensated well around thinking that you're taking from somebody when they are paying you. You are expelling energy. You are making an equal exchange for the time and effort, empowerment and work that you're putting into working with this client and they are compensating you for it and they are getting everything out of what you're doing because it's an equal exchange. So wanting the money is not bad. You are not a bad person if you have started your business and it was primarily to pay off debt. And you may not even realize until you have listened to this episode how much this shame or this story has actually been like permeating in the back of your brain. And it may just come up now and be like, oh fuck, I really did feel like that I should be ashamed about this. And that's bullshit because shame does not encourage action. Shame does not breed motivation and power we know this it just perpetuates the cycle makes you feel worse ends up in emotional and mental burnout and it's not good for you or your clients or your business and if you're still caught in these shame-filled stories or these fear-filled stories if you're still bogged down by the emotional labor of running your business and feeling like you really don't know if you're cut out for this or if you can do it or if you can achieve everything that you want to achieve, there's a couple ways to work with me. First, in a single session. Second, in the From Imposter to Empowered program, which is currently running right now so you can get on the waitlist for the next round or you can get on the waitlist for my one-to-one coaching when a spot opens up. And those are all at the link in my show notes at the work with me link. So I love you guys so much. Let me know if you love this episode and I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.